What's up, Dodgers Nation? My name is Brooke. I am part of the Blue Heaven podcast. I'm one half of it exactly, as a matter of fact. Um, Mr. FRG is not with us today, as you can tell. He is out at Kershaw's Ping Pong for, pur- ping pong for Purpose. Very difficult to say. Try saying that 10 times fast. Um, he's going to be out there along with Mr. Gary Lee, making sure that uh, you guys have all that sick ping pong content, because really it's like one of the most entertaining, enjoyable events of the season, even more so than Puig's poker tournament, I would say. Bless bless up, uh, Papa Puig, wherever you may be. I think you're in Cleveland. Um, so he's going to be out there with some of the D-Ed gang hanging out at the ravine. Um, he'll be watching some competitive ping pong. I don't think Austin Barnes will be there this year teaming up with uh, Kershaw, so that's something to look out for. That's a storyline. But I'm here with all of you to discuss Dodger baseball with one of the – no – with the best team in baseball right now, the Los Angeles Dodgers. On today's show, we're going to talk about a couple things, including the rise of the young guns for the Dodgers. Yes, I'm talking about Dustin Mee, Tony Gonsolin, Matt Beatty, Will Smith, uh, pretty much all these young guys that have come up so far. Uh, we're going to get an early look into the playoff picture, uh, who we might be facing, who our worst enemy is going to be going into the playoffs, what our roster might look like, because it's kind of getting a little weird here and there. Um, a slight 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 austin barnes resurgence at triple a which is kind of freaking me out and making me feel weird i don't know guys uh silent bullpen assassins guys that you didn't expect to do well or didn't even realize were doing well suddenly doing well uh and more including players weekend we'll talk about players weekend a little bit more towards the end of the stream so make sure you guys are getting your questions down there throwing them below and we'll discuss a lot of them don't forget guys this is a live stream so make sure you drop your questions below because that's how a conversation happens or so i've been told i'm not really sure i'm not much of a conversator uh but before we get into it guys we have to give a special shout out to our partner sportscaster.com at sportscaster you can be the star of your own show with built-in studio graphics access to special events you can look like a pro sound like a pro you can be like frg and skip out on podcasts whenever you feel like it just because you're a star if you'd like to live stream uh in game or be your own broadcaster just visit sportscaster.com that's sports c-a-s-t-r.com today but after our stream do it after 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 me because you know i'm by myself i need people to talk to you guys i mean i'm I'm by myself. This is lame. Who who wants to talk to themselves? I also don't have a soundboard, which is really going to be a problem because who's going to hype me up every time I say something good? I don't often say something good, but it feels really good when FRG uh, uh, drops something like that for me. So get into it, guys. The Dodgers, 77-40, 37 games above 500, 8-2 over their last two game, or last 10 games. They are at a 658 mark, which is tied with the Yankees, and the Yankees are pretty much unstoppable. Um, the Yankees are one of those teams that people aren't worried about right now because there's so many other good National League teams that we have to get through. I'm going to go live on Instagram right now, too, so just uh, ignore my hand getting in your face, guys, because that's going to get a little bit annoying. Um, so if you're on Instagram and you see a notification pop up, just ignore it. Not a big deal. Um But the Dodgers are 18 games ahead of the Diamondbacks, who are somehow in second place. Not sure how that happened. There's not a lot of good teams out there right now. They're 20 games ahead of San Francisco, and they're the best in the National League by far right now. They're not looking like a team's going to really beat them. And if you look ahead at the playoff picture, which we will do later in the the stream, we'll talk about some of those potential matchups that we'll be facing. Um, 
it's interesting to see how things are going to shape up, especially with the roster composition, which we will also talk about. There are some young guys making a huge difference on the team, and we're going to get into those a little bit. And uh, let me know what you guys think. <laughs> SD Dodger too. SD Dodger says the takeover is complete. Takeover's complete. I guess I'm the uh, I'm the hit of the show right now, guys. Um, there's a lot of people, but you guys got a lot of comments today. There's a lot going on. Randy Shipley from Oregon, the first Dodger Randy here. Well, wow, that's interesting. Uh, Rick Krajewski on the stream. Well, this is awkward. Rick, you can walk up to my house if you want. Uh, there's not really – I don't have a chair for you, but whatever. Um, I also have one pair of headphones, so that's good. Um, Schmo says, don't be fooled by Barnes. We have moved on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't hurt. I have different opinions about that. Maybe I'll share them with you. I'll just share them with you. I don't think Russell Martin's going to be on the playoff roster, guys. Uh, I just don't really see it. I, I do see Austin Barnes coming up and becoming the backup to Will Smith long term. I mean, it was cool because Russell Martin just had that walk off hit, which was, you know, ground ball up the middle. It's great. We needed it. Good timing. Um, but I'm just not sure that he's built for October long term. He's an older guy, guys. I mean, I don't even know how much longer he's going to play realistically. Um, but Barnes. Like I said earlier, he's kind of tearing it up in AAA right now. I think he's homered in five straight. He's a young guy. He's really good on defense. We know this. Um, I think Will Smith's going to start. I think he's going to make a splash, and I think he's going to keep starting through the rest of the regular season and into the postseason. So do with that what you will. I know you guys probably won't like the fact that I don't think uh, Russell Martin will be on the roster, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, Logan Jones says Brooks going solo. I'd rather have you instead of FRG. I won't tell FRG you said that. He might be watching. He might not be. Either way, uh, his feelings cannot be hurt because he doesn't have feelings and emotions because he's not a person. Um, he also doesn't like children, so I've been told. Uh, so probably not puppies either, I would imagine. Um, KSIS Dodger Blue says, where's your hat, Brooke? Well, I'm, whenever I'm indoors, I always feel weird wearing a hat, even if I'm on a stream. But uh, more than that, I wear my hat very low, and it creates a shadow from the lights. Um, it's not a good look. looks kind of weird. Sorry, guys. Didn't mean to hurt your feelings by not wearing a hat. So let's get into some of these young guys. And the first one I want to – yeah, cue the soundboard, Janae, exactly. I'm missing the soundboard, guys. Uh, the young guys kind of making it happen. Dustin May, phenomenal. He has ridiculous stuff, guys. His movement on all of his pitches is phenomenal. I, looking at those batters facing him uh, against St. Louis, you could tell just so many of them were uncomfortable facing him. So many of them were uncomfortable in the box. It was just so strange to see like such a young guy just settle in like that quickly into a game against a very good roster. Like, don't get me wrong, the Cardinals are a very good roster. I think they even talked about it on the on the stream, the fact that they kind of look like the Monstars, like they're huge. Like that was their first comment about them was like, these guys are freaking huge. They got Goldschmidt, they got Martinez, they got these big dudes. You know, Colton Wong isn't like tall big, but he's like big big. Um, and Dustin May, one earned run in five and a two, five and two thirds, seven strikeouts. Um, his last start before that in, against San Diego, five and two thirds, also three with a couple Ks, gave up three earned runs. Um, overall, it looks like he's going to be a huge addition to the team, one way or another. We're not really sure how it's going to end up. We know he's probably going to get a second start uh, or a third start, excuse me. Um, probably in Miami. I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to shape up. 
Um, overall, 3.18 ERA through his first two starts. Obviously a very small sample size, but good nonetheless. The other guy who I really want to get into is Tony Gonsolin because this guy had such a rough first outing of his career. I mean, you talk about rough, like rough outings to careers. That's got to be up there with one of the worst just because it was a, such a series of bad luck and a combination of Jock Peterson playing first base, which was, you know, thank God that's over. Uh, Gonsolin, four innings of relief against Colorado. He gave up one earned run late in that relief outing with three strikeouts, but he just looked untouchable. It didn't look like anybody was going to get to him at any point during his that outing, and they didn't in Colorado of all places. Um, six innings pitched against St. Louis, no earned runs, seven strikeouts, and his first major league walk. Boo-hoo. Um, that was pretty impressive to me. I don't know if you guys even realized that because I didn't until the stream actually pointed it out, or the broadcast did, rather. That was his first major league walk, so we didn't expect uh, – you don't expect somebody that young to come up with – or that little major league experience to come up and – hit their spots and to throw strikes. You you know, usually young guys like that don't trust their arms too much, don't trust their strikes too much, don't necessarily trust their stuff so much. And so that's why a lot of times they get racked. Uh, but awesome to see from Gonsolin. He's uh, a prime bullpen candidate in my mind, I think. I don't think he's a starting candidate for, you know, if we're talking like playoffs. Um, if you look ahead to next season, holy cow, guys, that is a freaking phenomenal pitching staff that we could have um i posted it on twitter a few days ago but you think about guys like bueller kershaw ryu if he resigns rich hill if they get him back on a deal uh gonsolin may urias there's so many starters on the staff potential starters on the staff maeda maeda's still on the staff i sometimes i forget about kenta just because he's overshadowed by so many people it's ridiculous who we have it's ridiculous what our uh rotation is going to shape up to be but some other young guys uh matt Beatty's He's slashing three. He's hitting 350 in the month of August, which is kind of flown under the radar. I feel like not a lot of people have really given it much thought. Um, he's hitting 292 overall. He's got 31 runs driven in, which is amazing for how little he's got into actual game action. I mean, he's pinch hit a lot. He spot started here and there, uh, but it's phenomenal how many runs he's knocked in. Um, Beatty is one of those guys that I would love to see on the playoff roster. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but not entirely sure how the playoff roster is going to shape up entirely. Um, Will Smith, you know, 11 hits since his recall. He's got a lot of extra base hits. I think eight extra base hits since his recall. He's hitting 305, um, and he's already accumulated one war. One war, which is like 45 more than Austin Barnes, apparently. No, that's not accurate, but it's amazing that in the short time he's already had such an impact. Um, and people have already pointed it out. He's got that uh, ethier way about him, the Captain Clutch moments, you know, where he's coming to the plate and you just kind of know something's going to happen late in games. You know, maybe not the big moment you uh, he may have wanted yesterday, but he got on base and he made that comeback uh, win possible. You know, people were like, oh, he's going to hit a home run here in this at bat. And I was like, just please get on base. Please get on base. And he did. Came through big. Uh, thank God for a pass ball or wild pitch. I don't remember what they ruled it, but thank God for it. All of this reminds you happening while CT is out. Kike is out. Rich Hill is out. Uh, strip kind of out. Uh, Ryu's been out. He's coming back. All these guys have been out. And, uh, We've had these young guys step up, make an immediate impact, uh, and make it so that we – not necessarily that we don't miss them, not not anything like that, but uh, 
have made it more bearable and they've won a ton of games and they've been successful at it. And that's been the most phenomenal thing to watch all year long is the fact that they can come in. Uh, Frank Talk LA says, do you ever miss Adrian Gonzalez? The selfie snapping pose he and JT had was cool. Age too quickly. I, re- I was really a big Gonzo fan, as I'm sure most of Los Angeles was. Um, it really felt like he had a special place for uh, Dodger fans. And he just felt like he belonged when he was here. Um, unfortunately, we got him on the back half of his career. Um, not that his career is necessarily over, but kind kind of is. Um, I do miss that little, you know, the selfie pose on like uh, home runs and stuff. That was pretty cool. I think there's a bobble, a two-part bobblehead to that too. If you have that two-part bobblehead, make sure you tag us on Twitter. Uh, show it to us. I want to see that two-part bobblehead because that thing, sweet. Uh, let's get into more of some of your guys' comments. Uh, you guys are wilding out today. Uh, Carlos says, Gosling, not Gosling. Ryan Gosling is not middle relief help, Carlos. Um, much to the chagrin of most of our fan base, I'm sure. I'm sure they'd love to see that. Uh, Gosling, middle relief help. Yeah, I think long term, uh, through the playoffs, I think he is the middle relief help. You look at the guys who we have in the pen and what they've done and their shortcomings, and you think, yeah. Goslin makes sense. He's got one of the most ridiculous splitters in all of baseball. Um, and it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be great. That's what I think. Uh, I'm drinking Jack and Coke today cause I'm at home, so I don't need an Uber. So whatever. Uh, Logan Jones says my bullpen for the playoffs is Dustin May, Julio, Maeda, Stripling, Tony G, Joe Jelly, and Kenley Jansen. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about this right now, but I will get into it a little bit. I don't think Stripling's in the bullpen come playoff time. And I don't think both Tony and Dustin are in the bullpen. I think one of them is going to get the short end of the stick and not. I'll, I'll, I'll read you guys off the potential roster later because there are a lot of bullpen possibilities, guys. There are so many guys that can come out of that pen that they are probably going to use. Um, so we'll have to get into that a little bit later because that's going to be a – that's going to be a thing, guys. Um, Eric says the game is starting soon. What game? This is the only entertainment for the night. Oh, ping pong. Maybe he's talking about ping pong. Or he really thinks there's a Dodger game on tonight, in which case I'm really sorry to disappoint you, Eric. There's no game tonight. Um, Zed comes in and calls it the Brook Heaven Show. Somebody make that into a shirt. I need that. That's beautiful. I'm also really disappointed you guys can't see my laptop today. Um, I'm actually using it as the stream, so I can't show it to you, but I got a Tim Locastro sticker. Finally, I'm really stoked about that. Um, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, I'm at BrookMe3. You can go check it out because it is freaking dope. Uh, Carlos apologizes for his typo. It's okay, Carlos. We're all dumb. Literally every single one of us. Uh, Randy Shipley says, tell me who will be at the Yankees Friday night game. I hope to meet some of Dodgers Nation folks on my visit from Oregon. That's cool. She's coming down from Oregon. Very cool, Randy. Um, I am trying to make one of those games. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to. Uh, I'm I'm trying, though. But if I am there Friday, I will definitely message you and let you know, and we can meet up because I love to meet people and talk baseball because there's nothing better than baseball, guys. Um, unless baseball's out of season, then there's nothing better than basketball and then, you know, whatever. I like sports, guys. I'm sure you guys do. That's why you're here. Uh, Michael Wrangle from Facebook says, what about Sadler? What about Sadler? Come on, guys. Casey Sadler has been such a 
under the radar move. Uh, we'll get into his stats also with the playoff roster crunch and the silent bullpen assassins. But Sadler has been a strong pickup. Very, very strong. Um, worked himself out of a jam the other day uh, that he should not have gotten himself into. But nonetheless, Perez1619, he says, I'm watching the Marlins game. 9-1 to Marlins over the Braves. Look, this is the only time I'm ever going to say anything good about Miami. I'm glad they're be- beating the Braves. But also, I hate Miami. Uh, Zed says, what the hell is a Tim Lucastro? Zed, you watch your mouth. I know where you live. I think I dropped you off at home one time, uh, I think. Uh, Blake Warren on Facebook says, need a closer, though. Don't trust Jansen in October. What do you guys think? I mean, looking at the current situation of the bullpen, let's say you're a manager for one hour and you get to make decisions for the playoffs. Who's your closer for the playoffs? Your ideal closer. Is it Kenley Jansen? Is it not Kenley Jansen? Is it uh, FRG? I don't know. Let me know. Put it in the comments below. Let's see what happens. Uh, Jess says, do not follow at real FRG. Good call, Jess. We're not going to plug him the rest of the time. So good call. Good looking out. Um, Jahuli says she met Timmy Lowe in Fresno. He cool. Man, I really want to meet Tim Locastro. Somebody told me I look like him. And, uh, ever since they told me that, I was like, he's a good player. I like him. He's a good guy. He is in much better shape than me. Much better. But I'm probably like, uh, I probably have a better heart or something. Probably not. I don't think so. Anyways. Uh, is anybody paying attention to Seager's struggles from Trip JC on Periscope? Actually, he's looked a lot better over the past couple games. You're right, though. It has been pretty rough uh, going for him. I think he is going to turn it over, though. It looks like he's hitting the ball a lot harder. He's not pulling off of it as much. I hate the fact that he's swinging at so many first pitches this year. I can't stand that. Not working to count too much, but something to watch over the course of the next two months because you are going to need that man come playoff time. Let me tell you guys. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home Don't I want to meet in the postseason? That is a great segue uh, from Josue on Facebook. We're going to take an early look at the playoff picture now, guys. Teams that be roster spots, potential matchups, et cetera, et cetera. Um, looking at it now, if I had to take some guesses uh, based off of the current standings, I'd say Atlanta wins the National League East. The Cubs take the Central. I'm going to guess the Dodgers take the West. That's a guess. I know it's bold. I know we're going to draw in a lot of viewers with that bold prediction, but that's a guess. Um, And of the wild card, it's a pretty close race between the Nationals, Phillies, and Milwaukee. I got to say, guys, uh, based off of everything I've seen, I think Milwaukee's out. I don't see any reason why they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, They have just looked terrible. Their pitching staff has been decimated by injuries. They got nobody left, Uh, even though they made a few good trades and a few really bad trades, Drew Pomerantz. 
I think the Nationals end up taking the wild card, and I think, obviously, we end up taking on the Nationals and the wild card. And I got to tell you guys, out of everybody in the National League that could make the playoffs potentially, I think the Nationals are going to give us the hardest time. Now, wait. Before you get out of hand, before you get crazy and call me an idiot, think about the guys that they have. That's all I just. That's all I need from you guys. You, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you only have to throw three starters in the division series. If you're lucky, you know that's a sweep. You have Scherzer, Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin maybe not as good as they as advertised the first year. Um, they kind of thought they were going to get something more out of him, but he's just really done a number on the Dodgers the past couple of years, guys. Um, and so if we're talking about a playoff picture of Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin, that's the toughest rotation we will face in the National League. Um, you know, you look at the Cubs, good rotation. You look at the Braves, good rotation. Um, not, not a knock on any of them. You look at the Phillies. The Phillies have given us a hard time this year already, um, and they like to start fights with us too. That's a good thing. But I really do think um, overall the Nationals are going to be the tougher team. For the Dodgers, not necessarily for any team. For the Dodgers, they're going to be a tough team. Um if the Nats, yeah, Taylor brings up a good point. If the Nats win the wild card, we won't have to face Max, which you hope, but it's also a possibility that you do have to face Max in game three, um, especially because Max is a gamer. He doesn't need that much risk. We know this, um, and he's going to try to get into as many games as possible. The man broke his nose, and it was all you know, ugly and bruised and bloody. And I think he still pitched like a seven shutout game, seven inning shutout game or something else like that. You gotta love that guy. He's a psychopath. Um, over in the American League, the Astros uh, probably taking that division. The Twins probably taking that division. The Yankees are guys. The New York Yankees are a problem. Don't be fooled by this. Um, I had said uh, when the Astros traded for Zach Grinke, I was like, man, I really cannot wait for them to get swept out by the Yankees in the playoffs. And I still think that's the case. I think the Astros will get their butts handed to them by the Yankees. I don't care about that three-headed monster of a starting rotation. I don't care about Garrett Cole. I don't care about Justin Verlander. I really don't care about Zach Grinke because I think he is way overrated at this point and far overpaid. Um the Yankees are a problem, guys. Um, if it came to the Twins, Minnesota's kind of a weird team. They're one of those teams that you don't think should ever win, and they just keep winning. Um, they also – I think Nelson Cruz just went down with an injury today, which is uh, – I think that just happened like not that long ago. And Zed points out, Grinky got handled in his first start. Yes, he did, and I was really happy to see it. I think it was even against like Colorado too, which he's had a lot of success with. But, you know, I'm all right with it. Um, Taylor Spencer says she wants to see Taylor Spencer. He, yeah, he, she, I don't remember Taylor. You messaged me one time, but what do I know? My name is Brooke. So Taylor says, I want to see Dodgers versus Yankees. It would be the perfect world series matchup. That's what we thought about Dodgers, Red Sox, you know, history rival, not, not a rivalry exactly, but just history is pretty cool. And it did work out for us, but I would like to see that just because, just because, on Players Weekend, we have to wear those crap uniforms, um, Major League Baseball release. Not a big fan of them at all. 
just going to throw that out there, but uh, I just really want a chance to wear the, you know, the historic Yankee pinstripes against the historic Dodger whites or, you know, whatever it might be. That would be great to see guys. I'd really love that. Um, I'm not worried about Cleveland and Tampa Bay or Oakland, any of those three guys who were uh, chasing after the wild card. Cleveland did get a lot better. Um, They made some freaking great trades. It was awesome. Um, I'm really impressed with the way Cleveland handled the deadline for sure. They got some top talent. Um, they got Puig who's going to kick somebody's ass if they need them to. Um, that's what he's there for. Um, I'm not afraid of any of those guys. I don't think any of those guys make it past the division series. Uh, if they happen to make it there, any of them really Cleveland or Tampa Bay, Oakland, whatever, but the Yankees are mashing the ball, a plus 153 run differential number two in baseball and home runs. Uh, right behind the Twins, coincidentally, and number one in run production, number three in team batting average. Um, so that's something to think about. They have a very good roster. They got a lot of big dudes. They can hit bombs. They do play in kind of a crackerjack of a park, um, but nevertheless, guys, they are a team to watch out for. Be very afraid of the Bronx, Bronx Bombers, which I think is just the coolest nickname. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but the Bronx Bombers is so cool. Like, what does what do the Dodgers have? Like the Echo Park, uh, I don't know, something with an E. Errors, the Echo Park errors. That's a good one. I like that. That's what the Dodgers have been recently. Uh, All right, guys, now we're getting into the nitty-gritty. I got a lot to say, and you guys are not going to like it, or you might really like it. Let me read off some potentials for you guys, just so you kind of see where we're at and what we're handling. Starting potential. Starting pitchers slash bullpen. Last year in the division series, the Dodgers carried 12 pitchers. 12. Four starters. And so if we're going that route, we have Kershaw, Bueller, Ryu, and Rich Hill, probably. We don't really know too much about uh, Rich Hill's situation right now. It seems like they're really slow playing it to get him ready for the playoffs because that's when they need him. They don't need him during the regular season. The the Dodgers are 18 games up in the division. What does it matter? You don't need to rush him. And he's old. He's old. That's the truth. Rich is old. We love you, Rich, but you're old. Um, So you got those four guys. In the bullpen, you likely have – I'm not going to speak for Dave Roberts because he doesn't like when I speak for him probably. You likely have Kenley Jansen, Joe Kelly, Pedro Baez, Dylan Floro, Adam Kalerik, Casey Sadler, Julio, and probably Kenta. Kenta probably ends up in the bullpen. If not, then he's not on the team for the playoffs. So, you know, figure that one out, guys, because that one's a that's a touchy situation um, with those guys. You get into the position players, either Russell Martin or Austin Barnes, one of the two, and then Will Smith. Uh, I I do think personally it will be Austin Barnes. You get into the infield, you have Muncie, Seager, Turner, Taylor, Hernandez, Freeze, who the playoffs is exactly what they got that man for, so bet your ass he's going to be in the playoffs. And Matt Beatty. Matt Beatty is my dark horse pick to make the playoff roster. Not much of a dark horse pick, really, the way he's been playing, but man, I want that guy on the playoff roster. Uh, outfield alignment. With the last four roster spots, the last four, Cody Bellinger, Jack Peterson, AJ Pollock, Alex Verdugo, without any injuries, I think this is probably what the roster looks like, which means, which means Tyler White won't be on the playoff roster. Tyler White. Yeah, he's not going to be on the playoff roster. I don't even know how much longer he's going to be on the team. Poor guy. I really like uh, Diet, or uh, not Diet, Max Muncy. 
what do we call him? Chunky Muncie. That's what we call him. We love you, man. He's a, he seems like a good dude. I've heard he's a good dude. I haven't met him yet. Um, I know a couple other guys who apparently will not be on the roster. If this is the case, you won't have Chicken Strip on the roster. He will not be on the roster. You won't have Dustin May on the roster. You won't have Tony Gonsolin on the roster. You won't have Yimmy Garcia on the roster. You won't have Caleb Ferguson. You won't have JT Shargwa and Scott Alexander. Who who the hell knows where that guy is? He's I think he uh, fell into like a shallow pit or something like that. And we haven't quite found him yet. That's a lot of guys that you expected to be on the roster right now. But it probably won't be. And uh, Taylor asked, what, what, what's going to happen with Neuron? I think you mean Negron in uh, Spellcheck, probably. Um, Negron is a guy to me that doesn't have a place on the playoffs roster, which sucks because I freaking love him. I think he's amazing. But you look at the lineup and the roster makeup, and unless they go one short on the bullpen or – I mean, that's it. There's no other flexibility with the roster. Or unless there's an injury, which we obviously never want to hope for, there's no roster spot for Negron. He's just – there's just not there's just not there, you know, um, which sucks. I do think you need his kind of talent on a playoff roster. You really do. But, you know, we're in a unfortunate, fortunate position of having such a good team that there's not a spot for him, and that's okay. Um, if something opens up, I'm sure they'll take that opportunity and they'll be smart about it. But uh, they're going to have to be smart about it, guys. Uh, so what do you guys think? Who do you guys think I got wrong? Who do you think should be on the roster that I said probably won't be on the roster? And if you think they should be on the roster, who should come off of the roster? Because there's a lot of guys that I'm sure you don't agree with. Um, I feel like one of the guys you guys – one of the people you guys don't necessarily agree with is uh, Kenta Maeda. I feel like I've heard a lot of back and forth about whether or not he should be on the playoff roster. Um, but that just seems, this to me, seems to be the safe Dave Roberts approach. This is the prototypical Dave Roberts um, political approach to a roster build, if you will. It's, you know, it's not much more than that, honestly. This is what he thinks it is, and it, he thinks it's going to work, and he's going to go with it. And it might be something different from the championship series. You never know. Um, Sergio says, I would like to see May or Gonsolin. I would love to see Dustin May or Gonsolin coming out of the bullpen for the playoffs. Um, sure, they're young guys. Sure, they have no playoff experience. Sure, they barely have any major league time at all. Screw that. I love the way they pitch. I love the movement of their stuff. Um, that kind of movement and that kind of speed plays up big time in the playoffs. So uh, I would love to see that. Uh, Logan Jones says Kenta will be in the first round of playoffs, but he will not be in the championship series. I can see that. I can see them leaning pretty heavily on him in the uh, division series and then keeping him off the roster. Um, they kind of did that um, over the past couple of years with a few different pitchers out of the bullpen specifically. Um, Ray says, where is Scott Alexander and Andrew Tolles? Where is Andrew Tolles? I can't, I can't even tell you that. I don't know. Um, it's not, it doesn't sound like it's anything good. So be thinking of that guy because we love that guy. It's a shame he's away from the game this whole year. Scott Alexander still injured, still battling. Um, let's see if he can come back. Uh, I doubt he comes back in time for the playoffs. Um, it's a little too late. Zed says, luckily they can switch it up per series based on matchups. Absolutely. I think the bullpen build is going to be completely different based on, uh, you know, let's say you're playing the Nationals in the division series, and I don't know, taking a guess, probably the Cubs again. It's a lot different. You're going to go with uh, 
lot different arms out of the pen versus one versus the other. Um, so that's correct. Uh, the Let's Be Frank podcast. What up, fellas? Uh, he says May stuff plays up in short outings. Futures game for sure. Um, I would love to see May in a short outing, which, uh, you know, bullpen, whatever it takes. Um, I was talking to SD Dodger Tim. Tim Rogers, one of our writers and our uh, minor league correspondent, if you will. Tim had noticed that he was not as – we're talking about Dustin May – not as good out of the stretch as he would like to have seen. So uh, that's going to make a difference in decision-making too. He's still got a lot to work on, as do uh, most of the young guys on the team. Still a lot to learn, still a lot of growing to do. Um, who else? What are some other guys? <laughs> Logan Jones says Russell Martin in the bullpen. I'll cheers to that. Russell all day, baby. Jason says, can Lux make the playoff roster and maybe lead off? It's too late for uh, Lux to kind of make the roster based off of our current build. I would say unless he comes up in September and hits like, I don't know, 900 or something like that. He's got to really impress in September to have a chance at that. I just don't think they're going to take a chance on him, though. Um, I think next year's his year. I think next year's the year we're going to see Lux make a huge impact on this team, guys, and it's going to be um, it's going to be awesome. I've been so stoked for Kevin Lux for so long, and now that he's finally getting noticed by everybody, I'm like, oh, yes, it's time. Uh, Michelle says Negron will be on the roster. He has the Muncie magic where you put the blue uniform on and coaches to their abilities and weaknesses. Um, I would agree that he, he uh, has one of those things where you come to the Dodgers and all of a sudden you're a good ball player. I would agree with that. Not necessarily that he's going to be on the roster, but uh, I would like to see him on the roster over Kike Hernandez. I'll tell you that right now. I would love to see Christopher Negron over Kike Hernandez. And you guys might not agree with that because he hit three home runs in the National League Championship Series. But you know what? I don't really care. Not a big Kike fan, guys. Really not a big Kike fan. I don't think he's as good as people make him out to be. I don't think he's as bad as people often make him out to be, but I really – I just don't see why he starts so much and why he hits in the weirdest spots in the lineup. I still have flashbacks from him hitting cleanup all the time. Oh, my God. Uh, Logan Jones says, do you miss Don Mattingly? <laughs> no, I do not miss Donnie Baseball. Uh, Ray says, I like the Dodgers and the Braves in the championship series. If the Dodgers get home field advantage, the road to the World Series will go through the ravine. Five and seven will be in our park. Not, not, not quite how that would... That is a huge advantage coming playoff time to have home field advantage. I get that, guys. Uh, you know, I'm not entirely sold on the uh, home field advantage during the playoffs just because the way the games line up is pretty weird. Um yeah, because a lot of those times, if you're rooting to be the home team, you're pretty much rooting to clinch the series on the road. That's how it works out most of the time. So a little bit weird about that. Um, Yeah, Perez, I think you summed it up, man. He says, Kike is a guy I want to do well. Unfortunately, he just really can't. And, yeah, he's a guy that you really want to uh, perform and uh, just hasn't. I mean, he has at times, and he's come up big in some big situations for us, but – Overall, man, if you're hitting in the low 200s consistently, you know, I don't really care if you're hitting 15 or 20 home runs. Not a fan of that, especially on our roster. I do like the fact that he can play a lot of places, though. Um, but there's another guy, Chris with a K, who can also do the same thing. And he's a lot faster, like one of the fastest in baseball. 
Uh, Ray says, when is Ryu coming back? He is starting this weekend, uh, or so I've been told. Or so uh, most people have been told. Have you guys been told that? Pretty sure. Juan says, you got to start Freeze every game in the playoffs at first, Muncie at second. I got to disagree. I don't think Freeze is a starter in the playoffs, guys. I think he's uh, mostly a, uh, what's a, what's a, what do you call that, a pinch hit? He's a bench bat. All right, guys, moving on a little bit from the potential playoff roster, we're going to get into the silent bullpen killers. Um, and this is basically, listen, Dodgers bullpen has struggled. We got it. All year long, that's been the complaint. Trade deadline came and went. No acquisitions, no major acquisitions, I should say. No uh, top of the line, top tier arms, no Felipe Vasquez. I understand. You guys are upset. No Shane Green either, who both of those guys kind of rough since the trades. <clears throat> Casey Sadler. Oh, my gosh. This guy has been phenomenal. One earned run as a Dodger in nine appearances, 12 and a third innings pitch. He's pitching to a .73 earned run average in Dodger Blue with a .89 whip. He's phenomenal. He's going to be a guy that's going to really, really, really help in the bullpen come playoff time. And I know you guys don't necessarily want to hear that because you wanted the big names. You wanted the Felipe Vasquez's. You wanted the Shane Greens. And I'm right there with you. I was asking for it. I was hoping for it. It didn't happen. I was upset. And, you know, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. I get it, guys. I understand. It's okay. I understand. I'm here. But Casey Sadler, phenomenal. Lights out. He got himself into a little bit of trouble in yesterday's game, but he worked himself out of a, a tough situation. Uh, and Joe Kelly. Give it up for Joe Kelly. This is where I would use the soundboard and actually do the claps, but there's no soundboard, so I'll just drink to Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly, since June – since the start of June, 1.74 ERA, 20 and two-thirds inning pitch, 32 strikeouts, eight walks, and he's only given up one home run. And that is my biggest number. He has only given up one home run since the start of June. Phenomenal. Joe Kelly is the guy that the Dodgers got with the intention of being that lights-out arm in the bullpen being that lights-out arm in October, and that's the guy we need, and that's what we're looking for out of Joe Kelly. And thank God he's finding it because it's finding it just in time. Um, he's ultimately going to be one of the biggest – not biggest faces. That's not a good way to say it. That sounds like his face is really big um, and that his head's big, so uh, that's, not, that's, not, that's not what I mean. He's going to be important, guys. That's all that really matters. Um, and if you're talking about if you're talking about late inning like shutdown relievers, you know, I'm sure Dodger fans don't want to turn to Joe Kelly based off of what they saw earlier in the year. But he's been phenomenal. There's no arguing that he's been phenomenal since June. Um, you hope that he can keep up that pace. You hope that he can carry that through September into October. You hope that he's going to be that lights out guy, um, but you just kind of never really know. Uh, we even when we talked to Tim Neverett earlier in the year, he you know he came from the Red Sox and he had said you know he's going to be that guy all year long. That's going to frustrate the heck out of you. He's going to be really high and he's going to be really low and he's going to even out and he's going to be really low. Um, so look for that in the playoff time. Look for Joe Kelly to thrive and look for the bullpen to be much much better. Uh, Logan Jones says Kike is a home run or bust. Oh my gosh, I could not agree with you more, Logan. The guy is a free swinger. 
You know, he talked about last year how he wanted to face more righties and how he thought he should get more of an opportunity. I think he should get less of an opportunity. Cheers. Oh, boy. Logan Jones also says Joe Kelly Fight Club. Yeah, Joe Kelly Fight Club. Just don't get suspended in the playoffs. That's all that really matters. Uh, we're kind of winding down on some of the comments and conversation, guys. So before we wrap up, I just want to say go to our shop. We got a lot of new really good shirts on there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen our store as of late, but uh, we have added a lot of stuff. There is a ton of just ridiculous – I don't want to call it swag because that's what FRG calls it, and I really hate when he calls it that. Cool shirts. How about that? Cool shirts, coffee cups, uh, sweatshirts. We just got a new uh, Chicks Dig, the launch angle shirt. Um, I have already purchased it. Um, I don't think my wife's going to be a big fan of it because it's kind of weird, um, but, you know, it's cool. Uh, we have our friend of the show shirts, which is – I'm wearing that. What a coincidence. There you go. Friend of the show shirt. We also have leggings, ladies or gentlemen, whoever wants to wear leggings. I don't wear leggings, but anybody can wear leggings. We have a couple boys in blue pins, shirts, stickers. We have a fresh Prince T-shirt. That is so dope, and I can't wait till mine comes in in my size because I'm so stoked about that. Uh, we also have the Cody Bellinger Ridiculous shirt, which is – Phenomenal. Shout out to uh, the wife of our writer, Jason McClure, for uh, – I think she pioneered that idea, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what is her name? Courtney? I think her name's Courtney. I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's been a weird day. I'm by myself on this stream. I'm sweating. Uh, Perez says, I want a friend of the show shirt. I'm the only one on Twitch. Uh, you know what, Perez? I'm going to find a way to get you a shirt. How about that, man? We're going to get you a friend of the show shirt. Maybe I'll just get, send you mine. I'll sign it. It'll smell like me. I smell bad. Um, Blake Warren says, you got any Jack and Coke shirts? I don't know how we're going to incorporate that into a baseball shirt, but uh, Logan Joe says, do you guys have I Am Legend shirts for Will Smith? That's a great idea. That's good. That's one of my favorite calls of the season. Will Smith, I Am Legend. Very good. Um, and Brett says, you need to purchase your own merch. Yeah, I mean, I just have to, you know, the cost of the shirt. I don't want to take advantage of my company. Um Logan also says, my it is becoming a walking L lately. Yeah, he's. I will agree with you there on that one. Uh, Perez says, yay, sign it. I appreciate the optimism and the enthusiasm there, guys. Oh, okay, guys. We're going to wrap it up here. Now's a good time to end. Um, I have to go to the gym um, and eat dinner. Um, it's been phenomenal hanging out with you guys by myself. I feel like we're really having a intimate one-on-one, -on -one, getting to know each other. Um, it feels like a first date. No, it doesn't feel like that at all. Um, we do miss FRG. We hope the best for him. You can go follow him on Instagram and Twitter at RealFRG. He'll be posting some fire ping pong tournament content tonight. Um, you're going to want to see it all. I know I'm probably going to be glued to my phone watching it because I'm really jealous and I want to be there. Um, but I'm here with all of you and all my friends, all my internet friends. You can find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heavens Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Player FM, and so much more. By so much more, I mean I don't know their names of the rest of them. Thank you to – there's nobody. There's me. I'm here by myself. Thank you to me for doing the show. Thank you to all of you for your questions, your comments, and your uh, – I don't know. Your chutzpah is what they call it. 
Uh, we are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter and at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Instagram, what's up? I'm right here. I'm live. What's good? You haven't been live in a while. You guys aren't even commenting. There's a lot of hard eyes. What does that mean? I think people like me. Um, thank you guys all for your questions and comments. Thank you for hanging out with me. Um, if you want to hit me on Twitter the rest of the night, I am at BrookMe3. Uh, you can send me questions. You can make fun of me. You can send me weird screenshots of my own face looking like an idiot. Or, uh, you know, just hang out. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next Thursday.